Hi everyone, my name is Jess Granito. Welcome back to episode two of Let Me Overthink That. And I am so excited today to have my first ever guest on, my great friend Markel. Yo, what's going on everybody? Markel is a creative, he's an artist, he's dipped his feet into a lot of different creative endeavors. Right now he's currently working on a reality TV show called 420 Live. He's also an artist and musician, also dips his feet into a lot of business and social justice projects as well, which we will definitely touch on. Even while you were just talking, it made me start to think about how much I feel like both of us have evolved in the last like three years oh my goodness like i remember when we started becoming friends like what was that like fall 2019 yeah oh my goodness yeah that was and funny because like that year was such a a tragic year but we did actually become friends yes it was such a pivotal year like i remember i don't know if you remember this but i remember like we just like met up to get like coffee or something oh of course and zaxby's like as everyone does like everyone at drexel knows what we're talking about but i don't know what what were we talking about and then we were just both like this is going to be the year of like yeah realizing our potentials yeah we were talking about loving ourselves and kind of just focusing our energies and realizing that was just a start for me that was like so pivotal for me and i'll always remember that but um yeah so what are some updates? What's going on in your life? Like what's what's like the most recent like things you've been working on, doing, where you're at, everything. So I just came back from Texas. I spent a uh, majority of fall actually, which weirdly enough to think about it, it actually was majority of fall, but spent the majority of fall in Austin, Texas. It's a really dope city. So I just came back from there and I am currently have my full focus basically in on 420 Live. We've developed a team that's just to say the least, never thought that we would bring get the project to where it is. Uh, team members of people who've worked with, you know, American Idol, MTV, Nickelodeon, E Entertainment, um, you know, just really decorated professionals who believe in the project and believe that we can take it to the next level. I'm not gonna like, I don't wanna like, wanna say too much about it and yeah. everything, but uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Do you wanna like give a little like explanation of what 420 Live is all about? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So on a mission basically to impact the cultural perception surrounding cannabis, we figured we could either knock on doors like lobbyists and get people to expunge the records of criminals uh, who were for low nonviolent marijuana crimes, or you know I could stay true to my core and uh, be a creative. So I came up with this show concept idea where we bring together 15 people in teams of three and we have them compete in one house in a series of mental, physical, and fear-based challenges completely stoned, just like high off their asses. That's so funny, because <laughs> I, I I don't know anything like that out there right now, so. No, nah, that, yeah, awesome. it's, it's definitely new. Um, there's like a lot of weed concept shows, cannabis concept shows, but the goal here is to kind of subconsciously educate moderation, but at the same time, we don't want to control the narrative. We really want it to be free form. We want people to experience their own personal relationships with marijuana and uh and yeah it's funny it started off as my senior project (laughs) that's crazy yeah Yeah. (laughs) we're in my senior project right now so look at where everything starts that's that's really crazy but i kind of want to go into how you're kind of dipping your feet into like reform and social justice kind of things because i feel like this ties into social justice too as well 
and how you're also a musician and an artist. So how do you feel about like dipping your feet into all these different things and not really putting yourself into a box? Cause I, huh. I definitely resonate with that. Like yeah. I am interested in a lot of things and I am always afraid of feeling like I'm kept in this box. Yeah, and so I always just want to go for, go after everything I can. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, you're someone who relates a lot like me too. So if you have multiple different passions and they seem to take up your time, it doesn't mean that you have to focus all your time on, on all of these things. You can't, you can't really give a hundred percent of your time to everything. So it's kind of like dedicating one thing, you know, that you're going to give your energy to the thing that you, you believe is going to reap the results that's going to produce the means, the time, the finances to create the rest of the stuff that you want to do. And that's kind of what it's, it's been a balance of that. I mean, even on the social justice side of things, it's like, 420 Live had started off doing, you know, trying to create the show. And then we, we pivoted and started doing social justice yes, work in New Jersey. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and um, that was know. really successful. You guys got so many. How many signatures did you guys get? 83,000. Yeah. yeah. 83,000 signatures. And the, the records in New Jersey, uh, Governor Murphy did end up expunging the low level nonviolent crimes. And so now all those men and women who were locked up or who were convicted in the past, can now get jobs, can now get houses, can now, you know, move on in their lives without this record hanging over their head. Um, and yeah, that was great work. But then we, I was like, we got to get back to the show though. Like this yeah. is, we want to do this on the a main larger goal scale. Where it started. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, and yeah, obviously music at not, yes. I've never stopped this whole yes. time with music. That's been an amazing journey as well, working with some Grammy award-winning engineers, but you know, again, it just takes like takes focus so i've kind of shifted focus right now towards 420 live but every day i'm working on music <laughs> yeah so let's talk about music because i feel like now yeah. like i'm back into like my from my hiatus of music again yeah. so i'm back into that mode too now so what are you working on currently like where's your musical journey where you are right now for a while like i was just putting music out on spotify and apple music and one of my my tracks i released my debut album and my top track on there, it reached like the goal that I wanted it to hit. I wanted it to hit uh, a half, 100K, so 50K streams, right? And it hit there. And I was like, wow, this is great. But that whole process kind of made me just think about streams too much. And I felt like I was just, I wasn't being genuine anymore. Once I started creating and I was in my studio just wondering, who is going to stream this? How could I, like, how can I get the most streams out of this? How am I going to promote this? I just was like, this is not what you got into music for. You got into music so that you could, you could express yourself and make sure that the people who were feeling alone, like you felt, didn't feel alone anymore. Yes. And that was the goal, right? And so suddenly I was wondering how much I could get and not how much I could give. And the, and the path that I was on, I was, I was trying to figure out how I can give more to people plus hitting 50k streams and only making like 73 dollars after all the work that we did and right? put into the album isn't it was that just wild like, it was 73 dollars really, it was like really depressing so yes I, I wanted to step back people do not realize that it's like Dude. fifty thousand people can listen and you'll only make 73 dollars yeah. from it so i absolutely agree yeah <laughs> absolutely and i feel agree. like that's what a lot of people are learning right now because streaming and numbers big numbers can only get you so far anyway so having that dedicated engaged audience is actually way more sustainable in the long term yeah, yeah i guess i've just been really focused on it is it's tragic but yeah. you know i ended up uh i ended up just taking a pause and then coming back helped me just reconnect with my overall purpose in this world and overall purpose inside of uh giving inside of music honestly totally i touched on this in my last episode but i talked a lot about how 
one of my biggest goals with anything that I do creative is to connect with people and make them feel seen and understood. That's like yeah. one of my biggest things, right? Any songwriter, when you put out music, you want people to resonate with it yeah. and feel for it and connect something inside of them that, you know, helps build a connection between the artist and the listener. So I think that's a beautiful thing that, you know, you came back and realized that. And like one of my favorite, like, pieces of music that you've done was vessel when was that oh, that yeah. came out during quarantine wow, right yeah, 2020 that's yeah, still like out. my favorite like <laughs> i love so that glad, one like dude. the intro like yeah. and the outro like cha- both of them like i love i love and the yeah. one the track with kid k oh yeah. yeah 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 intro change and outro change but that was that was a time that was a year of change wasn't it <laughs> oh my gosh yeah no that was great i loved that and just like the creative material itself is there any like topic you're kind of focusing on in your music right now? I think that the topics I'm focused on right now are journeys, just journeys in general. The yes. story behind love, the story behind broken relationships, whole relationships, the journey of your your success in your business or your life, just just the journey, honestly. And I've been trying to get hone in my voice and and creative content on specifically focusing on telling the story of this overall journey but there's so many obviously there's so many many chapters chapters there's so many seasons of life yeah exactly we've talked about this a lot like what is this season for yeah i mean i feel like winter is dedicated for the season of contemplation you're supposed Mm -hmm. to ground yourself look back look back at your year look at what you did last year look at what you want to do this year it's a time to rest and not really compete with anybody not even have you don't even have to compete with yourself you just have to like focus in on why are you here what is it that you want to be doing what is it that you love doing and what is it that's going to serve other people and yourself as well at the same time you know and give and uh, i that's what this season is for right now and that's what i'm trying to focus on inside of my music too totally and i feel like that's like one thing that i've been realizing it you know when i'm doing this podcast and when i'm dipping my feet back into music you know in order to achieve these things that you know help people feel seen and understood it takes a lot out of you to like fully be in that creative space a lot yeah like totally it requires i feel like a lot of discipline and that's people don't realize creativity takes discipline so much much, because it's not (laughs) like you can just create like whenever and sometimes you're not like you're in a block you're not feeling creative for a long time yeah so it takes so much discipline to like be in that creative mode it's so interesting that you like mentioned that too because on like the the one of the topics within journey that i'm writing my music is just mistakes too and the balance between being disciplined and making mistakes is really interesting you have to like wake up in the morning deciding who you want to be but you have to be okay with who you are at the same time too yeah and the mistakes that you make so it's like consciously making the decisions to be the person you know you're called to be and the person that you long to be believing in that person but at the same time when you fall short of being that person yes loving yourself anyway understanding you're not alone and so i it's like in, inside of this journey, I've been able to see a lot of the falls and ups and downs. I feel like that in and of itself takes a lot. Just like not judging myself takes a lot out of being creative. Yes. But And I yeah. feel like I, I can be stuck in this in between, right? Like those two those two places where you want to be. So you in the middle of like accepting your past and you know you're not that past self anymore, but yeah. you're not what you're longing for yet it's yeah. it's that in between and the majority of the time spent is in that in between yeah so dude. becoming comfortable in that space where you're not where you want to be yet but you're not your that like past version of yourself either 
the hardest part about like being in the that kind of limboish feeling state yes. is like when you make at least for me when I make the mistakes that show me <laughs> who I was before and mm-hmm. sh- and makes it feel like I'm not progressing it really feels like I'm not progressing especially if like nothing's going on all the things that I'm trying to build and if I'm making mistakes too I just wonder if like I'm the reason that the things that I want aren't coming into my life exactly but then I start to think about how becoming being in that in-between state that's a choice to feel like you're not moving forward yes it's a choice you have to like re- at least what i've learned recently is that in my brain in my mind perception is reality and if i'm perceiving myself as if i'm perceiving that i have everything that i need and i'm moving forward in progression then that while it still is unfolding and you still are in this in-between state of who you were and who you're becoming within your own mind you aren't you are who you are becoming and that becomes reality quicker than it totally. seems and it starts to line up because i've been, i i feel like i've talked with you about this in the past but for so long for so long i felt like i was in a period of stagnation mm. like nothing i felt very blocked in multiple areas of my life yeah. like there was nothing coming i couldn't see anything coming multiple multiple areas of my life but i feel like it can also serve you a purpose. So I think it's like finding the balance between both of those. Yeah, absolutely. I, I kind of feel like if you feel like you're blocked, if someone, if you're in a place where you feel like you're blocked right now or like nothing is moving forward, getting a thought moving about your desires is one of, one of the things that really can really help with that. It's like when you can start believing and desiring and to be in a better place or in a better position and believe that you can get there, you'll start to realize like everything really is fluid. This is something that you taught me and I remember it was like during this like I was in a very blocked state it was last winter so I want to say it was about like a year ago like give or take a little bit and I was saying like I felt so blocked and a lot of the reason was because I wasn't getting out of my own way (laughs) and obviously there's adversities I talk about this in my last episode too but there's a lot of adversities and stuff that is out of your control so that's not really what I'm talking about here that's that's completely different but I think that there's a lot of things that you don't even realize that you can change because yeah. you like I was stuck for so long that I I forgot like my power and myself yeah. and how much I can do. Yeah, and you, you that process for you it felt like it was like an unraveling oh, yeah. for oh, you. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, it was so sick though. And just like realizing like who you are, your like your the qualities, the gifts you're given. What can I do in this moment? You know, to affect things or what do you want to do in this moment with those that you possess right and like even now like you're i mean for thinking of where you were last year like the things that we talked about bro but like (laughs) here you are now like again just and i also think timing is a huge thing and i was like so frustrated that i was in this stagnant state yeah i like did not understand it but it just wasn't the timing was yeah it wasn't it it. literally wasn't because this is the timing when it feels like i can go after things yeah like even if i wanted to it wouldn't have felt right to even go after things yet. It was not time. Yeah, I think a lot of people, you know, like I don't want anyone to be confused in in saying that like this is a season of just contemplation. Like in every single season, you should be contemplating, preparing, and taking some sort of action. Let's say the season is designed for contemplation because it's designed for you to rest your your body and your mind. Because most even industries are are calmed down right now. But at the same time. If you're preparing right now, if you're going after it by laying down the roots and just kind of building, like kind of like what we're doing here and anything Mm -hmm. that you're doing, laying down the roots of what you want to do, like those things that you stay dedicated to, that you practice, that you prepare on, you will see the fruits of those things. Totally. And I think like one of the biggest things, too, is that you can be working really hard 
like during this time and not see any fruit buried yet Absolutely. like you cannot see it and i think that's one of the hardest parts too you're not going to see the, like, the fruits of that labor for so long yeah when you give towards something with good intent with passion behind mm-hmm. it and dedicatedly consistently and you're not seeing the fruits of it it's nothing to worry about in some way shape or form the energy that you put in you're going to get back this is a very interesting discussion i think with a problem with our generation is we're so used to instant gratification yeah, I mean, we yeah. are so used to seeing results and just like what we want in front of us right away yeah absolutely it went from people saying like there's no such thing as an overnight success to now you can put out one video on TikTok and literally have 40,000 followers the next morning. You can literally be an overnight success. So that's amped up for every person our age in this generation. The idea that I'm not doing enough or this should be happening now. But then I look at my own life. I look at the things that I'm building. I mean, 420 Live, I had to drop out of college. I had to move to Los Angeles. I had to almost become homeless to get my savings account drained. Now it's at a place where we are in the rooms that we want to be in. We're in the conversations where we want to be in. And it's looking more real than ever. That took three years. And if at any moment I had said to myself, this should be happening now, I quit, you know, then I wouldn't be. Yeah, this level is where I've dreamed of being since the very beginning, honestly. Yeah. These rooms, and know? like patience, I feel like is the biggest thing. Yeah. And that's like such a basic concept. And everyone hears that. It's like patience. But when you practicing it, is so different like truly pra- like working hard while being patient at the same time is extremely it can be frustrating yeah. because you're like working you know so hard and you're not seeing results but i think this can apply to anything it's not even just career or like creative endeavors this applies to every Everything. area of life absolutely uh, for me patience was not a strong suit still isn't the strongest <laughs> suit but i think what's helped me personally in my life and a lot of my friends a lot of the people i mean even i believe even you is just understanding that god loves us like period there's just infinite love here for us and so like when we're patient when i when i think about why i need to be patient I just believe that so much love is coming towards me. So much love is unfolding all around me and is present in my life now that like I can I'm I I can relax. Even if you're secular, like even if you don't believe in God, like the knowledge that love is present in your life, the knowledge that love will continue to unfold in newer and grander ways the more you you pay attention to that and the more you're grateful you are for it. Yeah, so this kind of brings me into my next topic. We started talking about our faith a little bit. Yeah. Um I, I guess this is kind of broad, but how do you think faith has played a role in your life? And like <laughs> now, that's very broad. But I feel like the past few years, I feel like I've gone through a journey with my faith and yeah. I still am yeah. like every day. I mean, so. dude, I mean, the, my faith is my life. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, I just like, it is, it is my life. Like, I wouldn't be doing any of this, like any of this, if it wasn't for, for my faith in the creator, in, in Yeshua and or Jesus, for those who don't know, like that, that's his Hebrew name. But like in God, Everything that I do now, like from music to 420 Live to interacting with people, (laughs) like everything that I do, it's like this, I have this care for how the story unfolds. I have this like conscious care for the things that are around me that I think is literally fueled for my faith and understanding that I am consciously cared for and consciously loved. And that makes me really want to appreciate the things around me. And I, I don't know, like in this time, like during the pandemic and everything, like I felt like I didn't I, I didn't love myself like before 
2020 man like i had to really yeah, learn i guess it's like diverging but my question is to you what does loving yourself mean to you because i feel like a lot of people throw that around but when you get to the core of it what does that really mean to you wow dang that's a lot yeah. no, what is, what is love? but i feel like people people want to know people because i think people are on this journey so many people are on it and trying to figure out their own definition for it to me loving myself starts with understanding who i am first of all and that means understanding that i'm the reflection and the son of a, of a amazing beautiful creator so understanding that I'm, i am loved is the start of loving myself but what does it look like in action i feel like before you get to action really understanding who you are and your purpose is 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 the start of loving yourself if you don't understand that then really the actions that you take aren't going to matter so much we've talked about this a little bit too because i feel like i've been like on and off with being unsure about my purpose because i don't know because i think it depends on people's like individual perceptions but can your purpose be malleable is it one thing is it one common theme Mm. that's something that i'm still like figuring out too like is it a malleable thing will it change over time it's weird how you, who you are and what you were designed to do here seems consistent, but how that manifests is malleable. You know, how that, yeah. how that looks can And what change. I've been realizing when I've, I've been like stepping into it more and more, like into just where I am now, I see like a common theme within all different areas of my life. Like that same purpose just being reflected with. Exa- exactly. Yes. And I think loving yourself comes with honoring that purpose at the same time like for those who are i think that you can love yourself and and this is really like this may be controversial but like i think that you can love yourself separate from loving god but i think that truly really loving yourself starts with loving loving the creator because he loves you so much and he teaches you how to honor your true purpose he shows you what your purpose is he defines it he cultivates it he does everything for you and it's beautiful and you continue to move forward and shows you how to walk on your own but i do believe that for those who are struggling and do not necessarily believe in a god that honoring your purpose honoring what you believe you're here for and honoring the person that you want to become that means that the actions that you're taking are lined up with who you want to be and i think that that is in its basic superficial form what loving yourself looks like even even serving others if you're someone who wants to serve others right or someone who wants to take care of others in relationships you say that you're someone who wants to to quit drinking and you say that you're someone who wants to like study and focus to become a psychologist right well then loving yourself looks like actually doing that you know actually being the person who you said that you want to be and it looks like doing that consistently daily not loving yourself looks like saying that you want to do that but then falling victim to your desires and your pleasures and becoming a slave basically to the world and a slave to your past that's what hating yourself looks like and i think we talked about this like i remember you distinctly telling me this because i you know at the start of this journey of like realizing like my potential and who i am all these qualities that were always instilled in me but now realizing what i can do with the things i'm given like i felt very blocked for a long time just like not really knowing how much i can do and how much anyone can do like anyone can do what i'm doing anyone can do what you're doing Mm -hmm. i think a big thing that you that i remember you said to me it's like you create a lot of your own prisons we all do absolutely i mean with the help of adversarial you know dark spirits in the world just dark things that like dark people who want to oppress you you in and of yourself have the key to your own freedom basically i mean and i think that's 
again, this is like my faith, like being coming into play, but I think that's like a God given gift that we have that ability it's, yeah. to take control of it. It's so, it's so interesting because Christians believe that Christ has forgiven us for our sins. Right. Then what is it that's really stopping you? It's mm-hmm. like you at the end of the day, if you still feel chained, if you still feel oppressed, if you're still judging yourself, then you're the only one who hasn't forgiven yourself. You're the only one who hasn't freed yourself. You're the only one who still needs to say, I believe in this. And that's I think that's the misconception in the relationship with a creator too. some people think like, oh, people who believe in a God believe that God's going to do everything. Well, God's going to prepare everything, but we still have to walk like we still have one thousand percent. We still got to take the we have our free will. (laughs) I mean, we can choose not to. Yeah, we can still choose not to. That's a part of the love, you know, that infinite structure. It's you still have to choose to be free because you were freed you can you can just as easily choose to put those chains back on after you were freed you know and that's a daily that's a daily battle daily (laughs) daily battle especially for me sometimes like with whatever circumstance i'm dealing with i don't understand like why i'm put there dude i mean that (laughs) sometimes i'm like is it even for us to understand like like, i don't what is this doing for me (laughs) (laughs) no dude for real uh I, well i definitely don't feel like i have the answers anymore which is really interesting because when i'm in the state of feeling like i don't have the answers is when i, I tend to be the most helpful <laughs> to people <laughs> but um i feel like it's evolved in the sense of i have a deeper appreciation for loving this spirit loving all of the trials that i go through that is huge that Everything. has been huge i don't embracing like the trials embracing the trials i don't feel like uh i have for the last year i haven't felt like there's ever been a point of stagnation not because there hasn't been things going on but simply because everything has felt like forward progression but i think the biggest the biggest like change or evolution in the relationship was the ability to let is and it's still unfolding but to let go of control even in mistakes like that is a huge thing for me as you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's been like it feels like this like this final piece you know like i've made some like terrible terrible mistakes sometimes and and it's like it really humbled me to understanding yet you don't have the answers and your need for control continues to put you in the situations that you've always wanted to be out of and kept finding yourself in right like these reoccurring lessons i sometimes feel like yeah the same things happen and the desire for for pleasure the biggest spiritual evolution was becoming aware that I was a slave to my to my desires because I wanted to control when I felt good, when I felt bad. I wanted to control that's huge so yeah. much about my life when I had what I had. And that put me in chains so often because I didn't realize that some of my desires for pleasure were putting me it were keeping me stagnant from growth, you know like it didn't really matter like i just wanted to feel good i really like the point you said on like controlling when i feel good and when i feel bad because i i have anxious tendencies (laughs) and (laughs) i feel like i like it's it's a control thing it's a protection thing Mm. it's almost like i need to protect myself from not feeling like this Mm. yeah it doesn't even have to be like a worldly desire it's just my desire to not feel a certain way and that's yeah. like that's yeah that's like a like the only thing we can't control is ourselves, right like that's mm-hmm. the only thing in the world we can control and so like when you're not feeling good 
it's not to say that you can't do things to try to make yourself feel better, obviously. And you can't, it's not to say that don't go within yourself and try to make yourself feel better. Like, mm-hmm. no, you, you can do those things, but it's really about accepting, accepting first. Like right now I feel like shit. Like right now I feel anxious right now. I feel scared. I feel depressed, yes. but, but recognizing like, is this my consistent state? Is this who I am? No. Like, no. is this who I have to be? No. Am I right? going to be okay? Like yes. I, for a while, I think we've talked about this. I attached anxious tendencies to myself. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, same. Right. <laughs> same. Like, and I think also, I think that we were just talking about like accepting the state that you're in. That's huge because you're never going to be able to fully move through it unless you accept it. Unless you accept it, yeah. and that's what a lot of people I think avoid in our generation. I think yeah. I mean every generation, but once you like sit in it and you realize you're not gonna die <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> it becomes less scary it becomes less scary like you realize like okay i'm afraid but i trust that it's going to get better even if you don't have an yes. ounce, ounce of faith in anything to like trust still, still trust that things will get better, get better you know yeah. like there's still a loving god out here who wants things to get better but at certain points you just have to you you do have to zero in and focus on what do I believe in? Like, where, where is my faith? Where's my foundation and my structure, you know, so that I can get through these times. And it's really like honor, just honoring those, thinking about those, contemplating on who it is that you're going to be believing in yourself. And that will really get you through a lot of like the, the everyday. 1000% because (laughs) I feel like it's a balance between being in these states, but then also and allowing yourself to be in these states but also not getting stuck in it yeah yeah it's that's that literally i think that literally touches on what we were talking yeah. about but that it's like and I, I i wish that there was a way because everybody's experiences are so individual and so different you know there's people who have just dealt with things that i would never be able to understand just like the lack of love from a parent or the the deep deep depression that would bring a person to suicide it's like when you how do you embrace a state like that how do you embrace neglect how do you embrace these states but it's like every no matter who you are every single person has to deal with pain every person has to deal with Mm -hmm. pain on their own way and on their own and in their own life and the way to get through anything is to embrace it so to not get stuck in this state truly truly does depend on your ability and your to have faith it really does at the end of the day. If you decide you're someone who does have faith, then you just have to allow things to unfold. You have to allow yourself That's to That's a huge thing. Even just day. that word, allow. Allow. Just don't force it. You'll be fine. Take it day by day. Do the things that you know you're supposed to do. Don't try to think about the things that you don't know you're supposed to do. Just exactly. do the things you know that you need to be doing and take the time to take care of yourself and to really like nurture and love yourself to program yourself with positive thinking things you know i mean whether that's affirmations for you or just reading a good book you know that that is inspiring or watching a good movie or listening to a good song that's inspiring programming yourself to it's the little things too and i think like again a big thing like with just where we are in society and culture i think we all look for like big things to make us feel better right right but it's it's always found the little things always absolutely and and then we think like these big things are going to help but obviously i think at this point the thing the thing that you think is going to make you happy when you get it no it's not gonna make you happy bro like it may make you happy temporarily right something else is going to come along and a lot of the times it's like (laughs) the ideas of things 
and i think like no matter what things are going to bring you happiness and like sadness like nothing is ever going to bring you complete like entertainment or happiness so there's going to be hard times and i feel like it's that idea this life was not built for eternal peace and eternal happiness honestly it you are now i think that the reason we crave that is because there is this internal thing that's why i believe in a future heaven i mean I believe that there is a, a such we thing as eternal it. peace. Yeah, because we crave it. You know, we it was and inside I, I of touched us, on this but. in like my last episode, but I know you resonate with this. And it's like the reason why we're here is to not be perfect. Absolutely. If we were perfect, we would not be here. We're in a womb right now, dude. Like we are being born. Those things that we crave, like love and justice and peace, these eternal things, these exist in a world outside of us. Just like our when we when we were in the womb in our moms, like we had hands and eyes and feet and legs that we couldn't use yet. But now, but then when we're born, we're able to use. It's like the same thing. These things are heart, the heart that wants to. They're to instilled. Love. They're, it's instilled in us, and so I think what we can access now is like a piece of heaven. While the external world may not always be perfect, and things are gonna try to throw you off, you can remain internally at peace and internally in love with the creator, the journey. with the journey, with yourself, and it's and with the people around you. You know, you can still remain in a constant state of love even if people aren't with it you know even if people aren't at peace with you even if they're not in love with you even if they hate you you can still remain at peace with yourself and loving others from a distance that might even help you with your peace yeah and i think like realizing how amazing like this opportunity of life is given to have an imperfect journey bro yes dude there's so much grace inside of it like there's just so much room to like or like building and creating like 420 live and music and all like i know we're having like such a deep philosophical conversation but then i always think about like we have access to create whatever we want like dropping out of college for me was me deciding like i do not have to do this the same way as everybody else you know Mm -hmm. everything that was built that's massive around us all of it was hard to build you know that's great yeah dude there's anything anything big and anything (laughs) like super paramount was not easy it was not easy and yet it was here and that's with everything in life relationships anything anything that's going to be fulfilling is not gonna be like low effort no some things can be easy in the sense like it will flow Mm -hmm. that like desire and still will flow but like that like it's not gonna be no absolutely not that's why like there was anything i wanted to say to this generation in general yes yeah speak on this (laughs) yeah what what would you say what would you say if there was anything i'd want to say it'd basically be like instead of like trying to control when and where and how in your journey just live your journey like the point of a song is to listen to the whole song the point of a dance is to dance the whole dance it's not to get to any and you can't just skip to the good parts you can't just if you do you're never really gonna like enjoy enjoy this song you're never gonna enjoy the good parts exactly if you you skip to it you have to and you can't you physically can't skip you have to go through the harder parts to actually like really fulfill those good parts absolutely so it's really just like enjoy this journey because the more you do the greater it unfolds the more abundant it unfolds the more ideas come to you yes. the more people that are there catered to to help you on your journey and be a part of your life come to you the relationships you're looking for the more that you just start to be grateful for the journey and the way that it's already unfolding the progress that's already happening inside of it 
the better it is. And the more you think about how you what you don't have, the more you think about how stagnant you are, the more you think about the things that you long for but you can't have for some reason because you're just scared it will never come. Mm. Well, then that's the longer you'll stay in that that dark state. You can feel that energy. You can mm. feel that. You know, just stuff of it coming out of your lips. And we all battle with that. Yeah, it's hard. And like hard. I think it's it comes back to like being in this safe zone, mm. like being afraid of that unknown. A big thing I would just add on to that is like not being afraid of getting out of the safe zone yes dude. because the great things happen when you stop caring about what other people think and just focus on follow what you your heart really desires i think that's that's where the greatness lies truly the unknown and listening is where to all yourself. the answers are the un- some people the intuition tells you to go into the unknown but people are like well it's the unknown i don't know what's going to happen well all the th- experience you could be craving is in the unknown mm-hmm. or all the disaster you could be craving or could be afraid of is in the unknown either way if your intuition is telling you to go for it you probably should so that you can see what happens so that you can learn from it walking in love versus walking in, in fear. fear yeah we've and talked about this so yeah. if a thought comes to your mind and it and it rattles your heart in fear well i don't i think you should address that but mm-hmm. you shouldn't you shouldn't listen to it in the sense of i'm gonna do what this thought is telling walk me to in do. it walk you in shouldn't it you walk can in always it. you should always listen to and observe it always observe but don't it don't walk in but it. don't walk in it but mm-hmm. if the thought rattles your heart and love and this sense of like okay i can i can do this that's what you should walk sometimes a thought of love can't scare you mm-hmm. but if it's for if you have this thought of i think this is going to help me grow but i'm scared that do it don't even like yes. don't even finish that sentence like i think this is going to help me grow and i see all the beauty of it that's that's bringing the imagery of of like inspiration that makes your heart dance but i'm but just don't even finish that sentence but i think because you know not everyone around you follows that oh god so no, you still don't. might not end up always where you, you will be, be because yeah. of the people, because of just, you know, your environment, the people around you aren't following that. And sometimes your relationships aren't going to be how you once thought they were, where you put people in your life. Like some people serve you for a season. Yeah. Like, or what perspective you just put them in your life and then invite, you know, other people that hold a different purpose in your life. What I see is that people are going to be there and people are not going to be there. So if people aren't willing to respect your boundaries, aren't willing to compromise and aren't willing to grow with you and learn with you, then unfortunately, they just got cut out of your life. They just they chose, you know, they Mm -hmm. chose to leave and you can choose not to entertain. You can choose not to be all in their their business if they never really respected you anyway. Yeah. I think a huge part of people being in your life is being there for your journey. So you only want people in your life that want to be in your journey, journey with in the you. First place. Yeah. Like romantic partners should also abide by that. They should want to be a part of your journey. Absolutely. One thousand percent. The purest like form of friendships, especially I found, is just people that want to be there for your journey. Yes, that is that is it's really pure. Like that and is play that play that role of a friend. Of a friend, if they can do that, which is a friend respects your boundaries. So like if they are not. If they want to be in your in your life and they are contributing to it, great. <laughs> and sometimes you're going to make those mistakes, but I think that's how you learn. Exactly. And exactly. just like knowing just like how close of a role you want people to play in your life. Yeah, that's really. And I think everyone is a learning experience, like every person. This was great. I feel like we covered so much and there's just so much good stuff. So I'm so excited. I'm so grateful that you yes. have me on here. Thank you so Dude. much. I, I'm so happy that you're my first guest. Like as a friend and as a mentor, I feel like. You know, and our journey as friends, I feel like we've both learned so much in the last few years. We've changed 
exponentially. So I get so much from you, love. So I'm, yeah. I'm grateful that you see always me learning that. from you. So yes, oh thank you so much, and thank you all for listening to episode two. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Stay tuned for episode three coming in two weeks. And thank you guys. Have a great day. <laughs> Yay! <laughs>